In case you haven't noticed, we are living in the days of Noah. We are right in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah. And as such, the rejection of Christianity and the persecution of Christians is widely acceptable and celebrated in our culture. I don't know if you all know who MIA is, but apparently she's a Hindu singer who became a Christian. And apparently this Christian backlash, she's getting a little bit of pushback. Basically, all of my fans might turn against me. They are all progressives who hate people that believe in Jesus Christ in this country. Even if it costs me my career, she says, I won't lie. I will tell the truth and I will tell you what's on my mind and my heart if I'm coming back now saying Jesus is real there's a point it's not okay to go after anybody else's religion except for Christianity then it's totally okay we have seen an overt war on Christianity in this country and those who follow the faith for far too long and it's gone uh, without any type of real recourse as you said if this was any other person any other religion you'd be called a bigot you'd be called a racist all of these things but that is not happening in this case and it's a shame that it is more controversial today to say that you believe in God than to embrace radical leftist ideas that like children should be able to change their gender, that America is this racist nation, all of these things, but those aren't controversial. But to say that you believe in God and our Savior Jesus Christ, that is when you have a problem. It is perfectly fine to identify with any religious group but Christianity. All the big tech companies promote diversity, equity, and inclusion, but as expected, they always toss Christianity to the side. I guess everyone is included except Christians. So much for inclusivity. Right? We won't fool ourselves though because we know the time in which we live. These are the end days. A few years ago, Netflix, the big tech streaming company, allowed on their platform a movie portraying Jesus as gay. Netflix just released a Christmas special portraying Jesus as a gay man. In this show, you will see Jesus coming home with his gay partner to meet his family. They also portray Mary, the mother of Jesus, as a weed smoker. And as expected, the show won an award, and ironically, the people who are receiving the award, they mock Jesus right on stage. These same group of actors released another special last year, portraying Jesus as a drunkard, and they won an award for it. The last hangover, Puerta dos Fundos. I never thought that we could say that, but thank you, God, thank you, Jesus. We are here because of you. If you're not enjoying that, say something now. All right, we're keeping doing that. Just look at how they are mocking God. Just look at how they are mocking Jesus. And they say they're going to keep doing this. They released one special last year around Christmas. And they've released another special this year. And they're not going to stop. And after over a million people signed a petition to have Netflix remove that movie from their platform, nothing was done about it. Imagine the backlash or outcry this would have received if this was any other religion or religious figure. In today's culture, everyone is allowed and even expected to criticize Christianity and mock Jesus. Mocking Christianity has become the latest American sport. From famous sport athletes to entertainers, they have all mocked Christianity and Jesus Christ and have faced no backlash. In my research for this video, I came across an interesting article which I will link in the video description. A university professor lost her teaching job after showing, listen to this, a 14th century picture of the Prophet Muhammad. This woman herself says she was shown this picture when she was a graduate student. So what did she do? Did she just pop it up there at random? You know, where some people could be offended? Huh? You could make the case that that's okay too, but she didn't. In the syllabus, she warned, images of holy figures including the Prophet Muhammad and the Buddha would be shown. She asked students to contact her with any concerns. If, if they had them, no one did. In the class, she prepared the students, telling them in a few minutes the painting would be displayed in case anyone wanted to leave. According to Daily Mail, it was a two-minute warning, plenty of time for a grown-up to stand up and walk out the door. Um, 
she told the New York Times she spent a few minutes explaining why she was going to show the image, how different religions have depicted the divine, and how standards do change over time. I do not want to present the art of Islam as something that is monolithic, she said. And by the way, in the wake of this controversy, various Muslim groups have proven it's not monolithic. They've, they've come out to say we all view this very differently. What did the university do? Okay, at first, nothing. But then a senior in the class who was presumably subjected to all of those warnings decided this was a problem. Her, na uh, her name is Aram Wedatala, a business major, president of the university's Muslim Student Association. You'd think she'd be paying attention to the trigger warnings in the syllabus, in the classroom, etc. Here she is. She claims she was blindsided. Blindsided, I tell you, by this image. After the class ended, she stuck around to voice her discomfort. And here's what she said on a public forum website, quote, I'm like, this can't be real. As a Muslim and a black person, I don't feel like I belong. And I don't think I'll ever belong in a community where they don't value me as a member and they don't show the same respect that I show them. And then she gets a bunch of other students not in the class to join her in saying this was an attack on their religion, yada, 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 the professors fired. And in several emails to students and faculty, the official said that the incident was clearly Islamophobic. Now, I'm pretty sure if the professor was mocking Jesus and Christian students were to complain, nothing would have been done about it. And about two years ago, the world-renowned hip-hop artist Rihanna was forced to make an apology to the Muslim community. Why? Because of a theme song at one of her fashion shows that has lyrics from sacred Islamic texts. Brianna is now apologizing for a section of her Safanti Volume 2 fashion show. One part featured the song Doom by, um, I don't know how you say this, Kachu Chloe? Uh, Rihanna didn't uh, yeah, realize that the song contained a reading of a hadith or a sacred Islamic text, and the Muslim community was outraged, and it was highly disrespectful. Yeah, Rihanna wrote on her Instagram story yesterday, I'd like to thank the Muslim community for pointing out a huge oversight that was unintentionally offensive in our Savage Fenty show. I would more importantly like to apologize to you for this honest yet careless mistake. We understand that we have hurt many of our Muslim brothers and sisters, and I am incredibly disheartened by this. I do not play with any kind of disrespect toward God or any religion, and therefore the use of the song in our project is completely irresponsible. Moving forward, we will make sure nothing like this ever happens again. Thank you for your forgiveness and understanding. And even the artist Cuckoo Chloe wasn't aware of the context of the sample. So she wrote on Twitter, I want to deeply apologize for the offense caused by the vocal samples used in my song Doom. The song was created using samples from Bali funk tracks I found online. At the time, I was not aware that these samples used texts from Islamic hadith. I take full responsibility for the fact I did not, not research these words properly. I want to thank those of you who have taken the time to explain this to me. We have been in the process of having the song urgently removed from all streaming platforms. On the other hand, Sonny Osteen, one of the hosts from the popular ungodly TV show called The View, said this about Jesus on live TV. You know, I was on Twitter this weekend and I read this tweet by Bishop Tobin, who is a uh. Catholic bishop. And he comes out and he says that he wants to remind all Catholics not to support or engage in any pride uh, and participate yes. in any pride uh, parades or anything uh, supporting the LGBTQ community because it's against Christian values and that it's harmful to children. And I, and I tweeted out that my Catholic children will be attending Pride events, as this Catholic will. 
you know, my faith always taught me what would Jesus do? Yes. And I know Jesus would be attending that pride parade. With pride. And I also, with pride. And I also know that um, God is love. And Jesus is love. Yeah. And, and love is love. It's so sad. And I don't know that they hide behind religion. Because but I said this on this show once before. Jesus would be the grand marshal at the pride parade. I don't mean I about really, gay really people. I mean that. Did she get fired? No. Did she ever issue a public apology? Not that I can recall. Did Christians complain about it? Yes, I even made a video about it on this channel last month. Did Sonny Osteen face any backlash? Absolutely not. Such is the world in which we live. If it was any other religion, I'm sure all hell would have broken loose. The acceptance of the criticisms of Christianity compared to any other religion seem widely disproportionate in our culture. In most TV shows and movies, the Christians are always the culprits the perpetrators, the villains if you will. Christians are the bigots, they are the homophobes, the transphobes. As a matter of fact, Christians are the enemy of the state. Therefore, they must be shunned and cast to the side. Don't get me wrong, I count it all joy when people persecute me because that's what the Bible says. It proves that the Bible is true and the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is true. In John chapter 15, Jesus took ample amount of time to explain to his disciples what to expect from the world and the culture. And the most shocking part Jesus said to them is this, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. And this is one of the most shocking statements in Jesus' warning to his disciples. Because if you think about it, how do you actually hate Jesus Christ? How do you muster up the courage to hate someone who healed almost everyone and literally banned diseases from the land of Israel during his earthly ministry? How do you hate someone who fed thousands of people? How do you muster up the courage to go against someone who raised people from the dead, gave the blind their sight, and make the deaf and mute speak again? How do you hate that person? How do you do that? Well, it's done by sin being in the heart. When your heart is under the influence of the power of the prince of the air, when your mind is trapped in the domain, the kingdom of darkness, when your heart is enslaved to sin, then you will have every reason to hate Jesus Christ. And you will also naturally hate everyone who are in the kingdom of Christ everyone who represent the kingdom of light. That is what we see almost on a daily basis in our culture. People mocking Jesus, people making fun of Christianity, people cursing God, people taking the Lord's name in vain. All the TVs and movie shows, they use the name of Jesus Christ in their profanity. You don't see people in Hollywood using the name of the Prophet Muhammad as profanity. You don't see people using the name of any of the false gods of Hinduism as Profanity. You don't see people using the name of Allah as profanity, but you will see people using the name of Jesus Christ as an expletive. You will see people using the name Jesus Christ with a cuss word either before it, in the middle of it, or after it. This is the world in which we live. This is the culture in which we live. It is an anti-God, an anti-Christ culture. And what Jesus said to his disciples from June chapter 15, from verse 19 through 25, must be a lesson for you and I living in this ungodly and anti-Christ world. Jesus said to them, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. 
If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have sinned and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without a cause. Without a cause they hated Christ. And without a cause, they will hate Christians. And without a cause, they will persecute Christians. Most people at first, if you speak with them and ask them, do you love Christ? They will tell you, of course I do. I, I love Jesus. I, I have nothing against Jesus. Even proceed to tell you all sorts of great things about Jesus to show you how much they love Jesus. But the moment you mention to them, the moment you tell them that this Jesus they love so much, this Jesus they claim to cherish so much requires them to repent of their sin and put their faith in him and only him for their salvation that's when you have a problem why because they are in the dark they are blind to their sin and that's exactly what jesus said to nicodemus in john chapter 3 starting at verse 19 and this is the judgment the light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil for everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Those people mocking Christ, making fun of Christianity, cursing God, they are all in the dark. And my prayer for them is that the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ might one day shine in their heart might one day illuminate the eyes of their understanding. Examine yourself to know whether you are in the faith. Examine yourself to know whether you are walking in the light of Christ. This is it for this video. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon where we bring to you weekly devotional and biblical videos. With Love in Christ, John Henry with the Gospel of Christ.